Praise God. As we stand together, Brother Ford's coming. Amen. I'll just leave this mic off and he can do what he feels to do. Love him. Appreciate him. When we come, just obey the Lord. What he feels in the Holy Ghost uh, ministered, preached, teached, uh, exhort, amen, sing and dismiss us, whatever. Praise God. We want the Lord to have his way in this house tonight. We want the Lord to have his way in our hearts tonight. So let's give him a good Bendale welcome to this pulpit tonight. God bless him. Come on, clap your hands unto the Lord. Come on, make love to him with all of your heart. Uh, he's worthy of your praise. He's worthy of your praise. He's worthy of your praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Told you this morning I had a thought go by my mind. Right? Just a, a thing, just a... And I, I know I say this a lot, but I really don't know what to do with it. I didn't know what to do with it. And I just, so I did something. Hallelujah. Praise God. And um, you know how it is when you get to thinking and meditating and praying and reading and <laughs> things just go every which way sometimes. Hallelujah. Brother Nathan, where's he at? Uh, it's not okay for me to preach out of this one. It's too loud. I should use this one. What do you think? I can't see you. I don't know if you're shaking your head. This one. All right. Because I don't, I don't want to uh, do you um, harm. I know sometimes I've seen you, and you'll just kind of, some of you do like that. And when y'all do that, I know I done about blowed you out of your chair. Not because it was so good, but because it was so loud. <laughs> And uh, I do want to be uh, cognizant of those things. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Uh, man, we're living in a world that's upside down. And uh, I just kind of want to talk to us a little bit about things. Um, the happenings and uh, the nature of the world that we live in today and uh, what we allow ourselves to ingest not so much eating and drinking, but with our thinking, what we take in, what we 
allow ourselves to be. Uh, maybe not so much a part of, but uh, how close we allow ourselves to get to some things. Does that make any sense? And um, so uh, you know <clears throat> Brother Moore, God has Miracles beyond our wildest imagination. And the number of them would blow our minds if we could look into the good treasure of the Lord tonight and see how many miracles He wants to give just you. I think it would blow your mind. Because everything that you need and desire, He has got it and is willing to give it. If you can meet him at the right place. At the right time. <clears throat> you can be seated. I think I'm going to just talk a while. Uh. And I might read a scripture here in a minute, but uh, I'm just going to, Brother Moore said I could do what I wanted to do, right? Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Moore. Love my pastor, and I appreciate him. Hallelujah. He's got a heart for revival. And uh, that's, uh, that's what we all got to get. We got to get there, right? Hallelujah. But, uh. I had, uh, I don't know where I was before, but I'm, I'm just going to kind of get into this a little bit about an image or a thought that just came through my mind, and I'll, I'll just start from there. How about that? Is that going to be, that? Well, everybody say amen if that's all right. Hallelujah. But um, uh, it, the thought come through my mind about, uh, the pig in the pig pen and, and, and a dog. And then the scripture came to my mind. But I had the image and the picture in my mind of that sow that was wallowing in her mire. And a lot of times when they get up and when a dog has wallowed in its stench, and has gotten wet and covered with whatever. What do they normally do? They shake. And uh, uh, Brother Josh, you won't have to make a title up for this. I, I think I made one up myself. Just because. I did. I titled it, Beware of Dogs. 
or we have white garments. Think about it. Beware of dogs and the pigs in the mire because we have white garments, white robes. How did you get those? Was it by chance? Was it happenstance that you came upon and found a treasure trove of white garments and you put them on? Or there, was there a process? That got you your white garment. <clears throat> well, hallelujah. Boy, you're quiet. Brother Johnny James said right now you could hear a rat licking ice. It's so quiet up in here. Could hear a mouse walking on cotton. Hallelujah. But that's okay. I'm not, I'm not disturbed. I'm not nervous. <clears throat> and uh, I thought I might sing a song. We might do that afterward. Uh, get all this stuff. What time was it? What, 7 o'clock? I done spent 9 minutes, 10 minutes almost, and hadn't started, right? But I have, in a sense. So, uh, uh, you don't you don't have to stand because I, I just want to go go just kind of um, Revelation twenty two and fifteen says it like this: For without our dogs, and uh, I'm never one that I just like to. Uh, you know, pull something straight out and leave it stand alone. So, but it said, for without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and, uh, and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh alive. And uh, at this juncture and at this point, he's talking about that blessed place that New Jerusalem city we just sung about and blessed are they that do his commandments that they may have right to the tree of life talking about the tree of life that's on either side right in the midst of the river they may enter through the gates into the city for without so outside of that city what's not going to be able to get in there are dogs and sorcerers, and whoremongers, and murderers, and idolaters, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. Because earlier it told us that all liars shall have their, when it listed a long list of those that cannot enter in or would not be there, and all liars shall have their part in the lake 
that burneth with fire and brimstone. <clears throat> and so, I, uh, I, that, this verse came after I, I had the vision of the, the sow and the dog just shaking themselves and just scattering that junk as far as it would go. And uh, I'm sorry, brother. Uh, hopefully it picked that up. Uh, get my hands on this, although I don't always like to hold it, okay? But I like to walk sometimes. Uh, and so I got to looking. Philippians 3 and 2 says, Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. So here again, and, and uh, now, I'm not preaching about your hounds, okay? Although this, in a sense, does mean that. Uh, in a way, but but if we read over in Deuteronomy, it says it kind of like this. Let's turn over there and see what it says. Twenty three seventeen and eighteen says it kind of like this: it says there shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel nor a sodomite of the sons of Israel. Now, it's really plain. Now, Moses is giving his swan song, right? His, his leaving uh, ad admonitions and his uh, knowing that he's fixing to leave off the scene. And he's not going to get to go into the promised land, but he's going to get to see it. But, and, he, and he's, and he's uh, somehow he's trying to encourage and to, uh, and to somehow bolster them and, uh, and, uh, and somehow cause them to fear God and to, and to hear the voice of the Lord and believe God and to keep themselves for Him. And, uh, and, he, and, he, and he says here, he says, uh, there shall be, look how he said, there shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel. That ain't going to happen. Because God ain't going to accept it. Now. Nor a sodomite of the sons of Israel. So if you're going to be a part of the church. I don't care how they shake it or bake it today. I don't care what they think in their mind. He says. You're not going to be a part of my church. Not in that lifestyle. It's just not going to be. And so. The next one says, Thou shalt not bring the hire of a whore or the price of a dog into the house of the Lord thy God for any vow. For even both these are abomination unto the Lord thy God. And a dog there is talking about a male prostitute, if you please. And so, for without our dogs are 
evil working people and whoremongers. So it doesn't matter, furthermore, uh, they tried to get Jesus on this and brought the woman and threw her down. And I believe what he wrote there was, uh, you can't even keep the law. You can't even do what's right by the law. You just brought the woman. Where's the man? Because both of them should have been taken out and stoned. Unless there was the incidence of force. And then God says, and if that happens, and the man catches her in the field, and that happens, then it's as though he took a man's life. And his life will be for her purity or for her life in a sense. So when we look at how God sees things, and uh, we think about the climate that we're in today, and uh, how that people say, well, uh, God judges me after my heart, yeah? And your conversation tells me what's in your heart. Your actions and your deeds tell us what's in your heart. And so when we're uh, uh, in the climate and in the, the atmosphere of, the, uh, of our country even today, right now as I speak, and the things that have happened in the last very few months, uh, I've noticed and I've, I've uh, got into reading some people's ideas and stuff and listening to what they would say about stuff. And, I, and Pastor Moore, I realized that, uh, and, I, and, I, and I began to think to my, uh, in my own mind, I said, uh, you know, uh, and because I teach a, a, a group of young people, now they're not uh, babies, uh, uh, most of them are over 17 now, and some of them 18, but most of them older than 20. Uh, and uh, they don't normally leave my class till they're married. And they'll stay in there. And uh, some of them stay till they're with 30 or better. Hallelujah. And I've got no problem with that. <laughs> Bless the Lord. But, but what I'm trying to say is uh, I realize that uh, if, Brother Moore, if I'm not careful, I'll think that I'm strong enough to handle some things. And I'm strong enough to, uh, to, uh, eh, eh, to, uh, to take in and ingest things with my, uh, with my mind and my reading. And uh, that it will have no effect on me. But, uh, but the, uh, this, this graphic picture that I, that I seen that just come by my mind. It was as though that God was saying, be careful how close you get to the dogs and how close you get to the hogs wallowing in the mire because when they shake they'll shake that stuff on your garment and you'll be spotted and they'll see it readily because dirt shows up real quick on a clean linen garment on a clean white garment and you don't want to be dirtied up by this world you don't have to get in the hog pen with them I know the the, the prodigal son, he found himself down in the hog pen. He said he fain would have filled his 
belly with a husk and uh, he was so hungry and uh, they barely I guess the guy was a, a tyrant and he didn't barely even feed him and he would have filled his belly with the husk of the corn that was fed to the hogs but he said I'll arise and go to my father's house because in my father's house the servants have a lot more than this and I'll have raiment and I'll have clothing and I'll have good things I believe I'll go back to the father's house but you don't have to get in the hog pen to get splattered by their filth. So Pastor Moore, they're they're out there they're vying for our For our uh, interest, or their, uh, their, uh, you know, their kind of what is it? Wrestling one against the other, and to get your uh, your interest. And to get you to uh, be a part of, uh, of what they are or what they're saying or what they're doing. And, and uh, if you're not careful, and because I teach the younger people, I, it just hit me that although I may be able, in a sense, and understand about those things and and know those things and 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 have the 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 understanding that they may not and if they see that I might partake in something or read something or or uh, to glean a little something good from garbage they may think they can too and then the dog begins to shake No, we didn't partake of what they are. But we're allowing ourselves to get mighty close. And if we're not careful, we'll stay close enough to them until they... Give the old shakaroo. You ain't got to be that close to them. How many had a dog that's... You give them a bath... What's the first thing they're going to do before you get through sometimes even? Yeah, you guessed it. And you might as well have been taking it with them. And a clean dog is a dog. Well, hello. A clean dog is a dog. There's something about that dude, doesn't matter how, what, how much you wash him, he retains that certain smell. He or she. You really can't get it off of them because after all, they're a, a dog. But he said, for without, 
Beware of. Don't get too close. Oh, it ain't that you can't testify. It ain't that you can't tell them about the love of God. It ain't that you can't be in their, in their presence. But be careful what you ingest of what they have. What you allow yourself to take in of what they have. And be careful how much time you spend with them of your own volition in the sense that you're not a witness and testifying of the goodness of God. How much time you spend with them so that they can rub their fleas on you. Because invariably, they want you to think that they're just as, as you. And that their garment also is white. That their garment is clean. Am I making any sense? Help me, Holy Ghost. And so, when we find ourselves and we come to the realization, and another thing that kind of that kind of kind of drove this is, like I said, the the happenings of the last few weeks and couple of months and, and all the things that are happening on, on the upside and on the downside and the things that are seen and the, the things that are, are being propagated and the things that are being held down and, the, and this one over here and that one over there and there's this surmising here and that surmising there and, uh, and, uh, and, I, and I thought about Daniel. He said, and then uh, I, I was troubled in my spirit and I was troubled about the, the visions that I had and so I gave myself unto prayer and unto fasting and I ate no pleasant bread and that's when after 21 days the archangel came to him and Gabriel said, I heard you but I could not come. I was withheld and the prince of Persia had me stopped. But Michael came to my rescue and he helped me and now I am here because of thy word. And I'm just going to tell you tonight, I want to somehow break through the darkness and I want to set myself unto God and my face toward him and I want to talk to him and I want to ask him where are we right now? I need to know where the church is and what we're doing and what we need to do in this present time. But he's not going to hear me. And give us that revival. Unless we seek his face. He can't cleanse our garment. He can't make our robe. 
he can't wash it. Hey, you've got to come back to him. You've got to come to him and let him take a garment. Come, let us reason together. Hey, you got to come to him and reason with him. Let him touch your mind. Let him touch your heart. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be crimson, they shall be as a wool. He'll make your garment afresh, brand new, clean, and pure, without blemish. But the dogs are waiting just outside. And they're not afraid to shake their filth and spew their ideas and opinions into your mind and spirit. Have you ever heard of a Ouija board? Never fooled with one of those things. They even sell them at Walmart, or did. Now it don't spell it don't spell nothing like it sounds. I never heard Ouija start with an O, but it do. Ouija board. <laughs> Is that right, sis? I think it's O U, I J I or something like that. J A or J something. Anyway. It's weird. But that thing comes alive, they say. And I've heard people say that's food with them. It, the word is, and I don't use this word, but it freaked them out. Or it, what's the word? It just, it just went all over them like a bucket of cold water, ice water. And scared them to death. Brother Jimmy Parker, he says, you ever watched The Exorcist? And you ever been around a Ouija board or played with it? Said you got a spirit. You picked up a spirit and you need to come up here and get prayer and we'll cast the devil out of you. Didn't he say it, Brother Moore? Now, I hadn't had to deal here in Bendale with them kind of spirits like they did at Canton one time. You ought to hear the stories they tell about that place. Make the hair stand on your head. Spirits tearing up trees, digging up the ground. One of the daughters be up here ironing up top, washing dishes, go downstairs and downstairs, and she's down there ironing clothes. Go get your mama. Sister, go get your mama. Says, look, something's wrong. Something's going on. Look, there's a sister washing dishes. Walk downstairs. She's ironing clothes. Now, you think the spirit world is not real. It's real. It's real. What I'm trying to tell you is you don't have to really get in bed with them to pick up fleas. You don't really have to get in bed with them and wall around in the hog pen to get that stuff slung on you. Some people are more susceptible to picking up spirits and stuff than others. But I would admonish you tonight, if you've been around any of that kind of stuff, 
for you to call on the ministry to get them to lay their hands on you and to pray and to cast those spirits out of you and ask God to give you peace in your heart and your mind and your spirit if you think you've troubled by those kind of things because this thing it's too close to take something for granted it's too uh, uh, brother more it's too important to say well maybe I'm alright no I would do whatever it took to make my calling and election sure I wouldn't take a chance that I would die and live in a place where I live in forever torment and the fire is not and the worm dieth not. I don't want to be in a place like that. And so, I didn't mean to be this heavy. But here I am. Husbands, now, Ephesians, let me turn over there. Uh, There's Philippians, and I didn't mark Ephesians, but I got it right here. Uh, I'm hot. Are y'all hot? Praise the Lord. Everybody say amen. 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 Ephesians 5. Uh, let's uh, go to 25. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Now, he's writing about how to get along, right, with, in your marriage and with your husbands and wife. But, <clears throat> and he tells the husband to love his wife but how did he tell him to love her? Even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Why? That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that it should be holy and without blemish. That's the kind of church that he wants. That's the kind of church he paid for. That's what he bought at Calvary. That's what you become when you go down in a watery grave with him in baptism and come up speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. That's what you become once you fulfill the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and become a brand new creature in him and you put on the righteousness that is of God through Christ Jesus, not having your own. We have white garments. We've been washed clean. I am clean through 
him that loved me and gave himself for me. Titus. Let's go to Titus. Three and five. Now, but after the kindness, this is for love of God, our Savior toward man appeared. Then it says, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his, everybody say mercy. Mercy. According to his mercy, he saved us. By the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to do something right here. It's Sunday. But I'm hot today. And I'm going to put this thing right here. I'll pick this back up so they can get this on their machine. Hallelujah. Let's read that again. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy. Everybody say it again, mercy. He saved us. By the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he said on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Now this one says it by the washing of regeneration. Ephesians says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Now, here he goes and he says it again. Washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. What do you mean, Brother Ford? Renewing of the Holy Ghost. Well, you know that when he looked at Adam and Eve and he told them, and he told Adam, he said, Adam, thou mayest freely eat of every tree of the garden, except for the tree that is in the midst of the garden, the tree of life. And the, or the tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil. Thou shalt not eat of it. He didn't say he couldn't eat of the tree of life. But he said, don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. <clears throat> he said, for the day that you eat of it, in that day you shall what? Surely die. And uh, when you read it, if you're just carnal, and you really don't know or understand, uh, it's almost as though God did not tell the truth, right? They eat of the tree, Eve ate of the tree, was beguiled by the serpent, gave to Adam, and he partook, and they didn't fall down dead in the physical sense. This scripture right here, folks, I'm going to tell you again. There's no name 
like the name of Jesus. There's nobody like Jesus, and there is no name like his name. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name given. And so he's telling you right here. He said, the washing of regeneration. You committed sin unto death. And the day that they partook of that fruit, but more, they died. The death they died was worse than physical death. They became separated from God. And they put upon all mankind that would come thereafter. I don't understand all the things about where everybody came from or what the manner of it was. And the sons of of God saw the daughters of men and there were giants in those days and all that stuff. I just know the word of God said that from one man Adam, sin came upon the whole world. And he don't give it out to nothing else. And everybody comes from those two. That's it. Case closed. Forget the other mess. It's not worth you worrying it over. That's what the word of God is. Brother Moore, am I right? Have any of you ever found anything else that says otherwise? Then why do we worry our minds over that kind of stuff? But the washing of regeneration, <laughs> woo, and renewing, do what? Renewing? I ain't never even had it. Adam did. And he lost it for everybody. And the only way to get it is through God. The only way. And all those from Adam and Eve, from the garden, all the way to the last one that will ever be saved before God comes again and cuts off all humanity. And there's time shall be no more and nobody can be saved again. There's only one way to get to him. And that's through Christ Jesus. Because the blood of Jesus went all the way back to the garden. And it goes all the way to the end of eternity. I'm telling you, there is no other way. That's why you've got to be buried with him. It's the washing of regeneration. And then there's the renewing of the Holy Ghost. When the Spirit of God comes in and you begin to speak in tongues as the spirit of God gives the utterance there is no other way and there is no other gospel and so I'm made clean I am washed again by the blood of Jesus So what I want to, what I want to tell you today, tonight. Come on to the music. I'm fixing to get out of here. I'm fixing to let y'all go. Hallelujah. Forty-two. I might get out of here less than an hour, and then I can poke at Brother Bear and say, "Hmm, hmm, hmm, hmm." You can't say Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Let my people go. Praise the Lord. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll listen and hear this. <laughs> but praise God. But 
You know, furthermore, these phones are good for some things. They got quick lookups on them. I mean, I left it up. I just want to read a few of these to you. Can I do that? Hallelujah. <laughs> Look. I'm sorry. I don't know if I can talk with something in both hands, brother. <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> You don't have to run with the dogs. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Like Joshua said, but as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. What I'm trying to say is be careful what you allow yourself, the liberty, to partake of. It may be all right to take, partake, you know, and to glean knowledge and understanding about what other people are and what they think. But don't get too engrossed with that stuff. Give yourself to prayer unto God and to reading his word. Because when the world's on fire, Sister Buford, his word is still going to stand. Brother Braden, his word ain't going to burn. But he said, his word was in me like a burning fire. <laughs> Shut up in my bones. I tell you what it'll do. It'll burn out that impurity. It'll burn out that mess. If you'll get a, by the washing of the water by the word. Hey, you got to hear the word. That's why you come here. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. Is to help us. To help ourselves. To pull ourselves up by our bootstrap. And somehow pull ourselves up out of the, the dungeon of, and pit of despair. And the pit of sin and iniquity that around us is. Hey, it's everywhere you go. It's everywhere you look. You don't know who is what and what they're doing when and where and how and how come so I'm telling you we may not know but if we'll seek our God and we'll seek his face and we'll turn ourselves to him more than we ever have before he will make known to us what we need to know and he will make a way when there seems to be no way and with every temptation there is a way of escape don't tell me you can't do it I know what the word of God says. Don't you let the enemy steal from you a miracle. Don't you let circumstances and happenings in somebody else's life. And what may I told the Sunday school class again this morning. I said that's why I tell you all the time. That's why I tell it to the church all the time. I couldn't care what happened to brother and sister so and so. Or this one over there. And that one over yonder. And how it done with them. And what came to pass in their lives. If the word of God says I can have it. I'm telling you I can't have it. There's no demon in hell. There's no circumstance. There's no past practice that can keep it from happening. He's God. Either you believe he's God or you don't. He either can do everything 
or you've sold him short and he's really not God. If you don't believe him, if you say, I believe him and I got salvation through him and there's something you say that he can't do and you can't believe him for and you can't trust him for, then let me tell you a little secret. You don't know your God that you claim you know. You don't know him and You better be making your calling and election sure. Because I'm afraid you don't know him. It's easy to say and profess and proclaim. But it's not always easy to, to do and to live. That's why God's been dealing with my mind and my heart and my spirit to not say I'm a decrepit old man and all that stuff and, and I can't this and I can't that. And my body's really, it's, I, I have trouble. It's kind of, you know, it, I can't kick the light bulbs out of that light anymore and stuff like that. I just can't. But, uh, hey, I'm 61 years old and I hadn't exercised in 40 years. And so that's just what happens. I got this heavy thing hanging on the front of me, Brother, brother Burnham, and, uh, and uh, it, it, it taxes on my body. And then I can't breathe like I used to breathe because I got this big old thing hanging on the front of me right here. And, and God says, you know what? If you do what you used to do uh, and fast and pray like you used to fast all the time, said that thing will just disappear. It hadn't been too too long ago, that it almost totally disappeared for about a week or so. Then I started eating again. And it didn't take a long for it to be right back. But it was only noticeable for a few days, a week or so. Most of you didn't even notice. But my belt and my clothes told the tale. I think one person might have said something about it. You've lost some weight. You want to die? And I said, well, sort of, kind of. Brother Moore, what is the most important thing in our life? For real. For real. Is this treasure that you had to sell everything for to get, is it really still that treasure? Does it still really mean that to you? Does it mean enough for you to do like Daniel did and turn your face to God? Is hell really such a bad place that if it is, then how come we can't give ourselves more than we do? How is that? How is that? Paul said, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we Persuade men. And Brother Moore, they'll say, everywhere he went, it was riot or revival. But the best I can tell, seems like everywhere they went, there were both. Yeah. <clears throat> riot and revival. Stan. What'd I do with that phone? There it is. Oh, man.
it turned on. Uh, and so he said I saw underneath the altar the souls of them that's I, I, I'm just remembering what's all I've got is that this one verse here and I'm just trying to remember what's I may be wrong, so don't hold me, but I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. Revelation 6, 11, it says, And white robes were given unto every one of them. And it was said unto them that they should rest yet a little while, a little season, until their fellow servants also and their brethren should be killed as they were, should be fulfilled. Seven and nine says, After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Seven and thirteen says, And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white. In the blood of the Lamb. And the seven angels, 15 and 6, came out of the temple, having the seven plagues, clothed in purple and white linen. And to her, the church, was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. 19 and 11, And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. 19 and 14, And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, Clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And I saw a great white throne. And him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled, and no place was found for them. Beware the dogs. For well, we've been given white clothes, white garments, washed in the blood of Jesus, called according to his purpose, being obedient unto his 
call, being obedient unto his word. Saints, please be careful where you allow yourselves to go in your mind and in your spirits that you don't get sprinkled with their filth and their garbage. But and if you perchance get carried away with their stuff, don't forget the church of God. And if you'll come unto him, for if a man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Christ Jesus the righteous. He is our advocate and high priest. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin. Hey, there is a fountain filled with blood. It still flows today. What I want to know is, will you help me get the spirit of Daniel? You're a man of God praying for revival. God's going to give him that for this church. Whether you and I are a part of it or not. Don't be a hindrance and a stumbling stone. Get behind the wheel and let's push. I want to make heaven. Hey, Diane, I hadn't walked this far to miss out. I don't care what the rest of the world's doing. They talk about God and they talk about light and they talk about truth, but they don't really know truth unless they know Jesus Christ through the power of his resurrection. They don't know truth. For thy word, keep them in thy truth. Thy word, Jesus says, is truth, O Lord. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Would you come up, would, would you as much as you could and feel comfortable doing, would you come up and just pray? And let's talk to the Lord. I come really close to just saying, I just feel a need for us to come and just pray and pour our hearts out to God that we not be covered. Not because we were desiring to be like them or get, or get their, that stuff on us, or, but because we got too close. And, and in the time that we were, we were vulnerable to the the splatter and the shaking of the stuff off of their coat and their garments to stain us. And so we're here again to come to the cross of Calvary and let Jesus wash us afresh. Don't you think that you can handle this world and the vices of it and you can take it into your bosom? It says no man can take fire in his bosom and not be burned. Be careful, little children, where you go. Be careful, little feet, where you go. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. It's a children's song, but it's so deep in its simplicity and innocence. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful, church. Sing. And let's pray. Let's talk to the Lord. The blood that my Jesus shed.
shared just for me. He shared it way back on Mount Calvary. Oh, the blood that gives me Never lose its power because it reaches to the highest mountain. Oh, then it flows to the lowest valley. Oh, come on, let the blood of Jesus cover you today. Come on, make a friend new covenant with your God. Make a fresh commitment tonight that you're going to seek the Lord your God. Come on, that we're going to do things better than we've ever done them before for Him. That we're going to give ourselves a living sacrifice unto Him. Presenting ourselves.
possibly believe that we're finding ourselves even tonight like Nehemiah when he heard of the condition of Jerusalem and his people Bible said he wept and cried and fasted for certain days 
But then watch what he'd done from there. He began to repent, not just for self. He repented for Israel. He repented for the sins of his fathers. Our nation needs to repent. I couldn't think of a better place for it to start except the church. As we humble ourselves, as we turn from our wickedness and cry out and seek Him. He's really the answer. I mean, you remember with former President Obama, and they put the halo over him, thought, oh, this is the man, this is the one. He did Trump the same way. But you and I know who's the real man. And that man is Jesus Christ. And being disciples of his. And he's the only one that can keep us, protect us from keeping that stuff from affecting us. And getting a hold of us. And staining us. And affecting our hearts, our minds, and our spirit. Let's do it, church. We got a battle set before us. But God help us as we just humble ourselves and yield ourselves God will help us I know we busy I know it <laughs> but let's don't let's don't let our busyness rob us of the most precious thing we got and that's this truth this beautiful truth because we've been washed in the blood We've been sealed in the spirit. We know him by his name, his spirit. We know him by the truth. Let's walk in it. Let's watch our conversations. Let's watch. Paul told him in Timothy. Don't join hands quickly. Don't, don't be careful. You find yourself in agreement with. I'm telling you. God's trying to help us. We're in a very wicked, a very uncertain time and hour. You know, one, I'll tell you one spirit, it's, it's growing rapidly. The Bible calls it the spirit of iniquity. And the only way that you and I are going to overcome that spirit of iniquity is greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Thank God for the Holy Ghost tonight. Thank God for his blood. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Praise the Lamb. We serve an awesome God, a loving God, a caring God. Thank you, Brother Ford, for the word tonight. Thank God for the blood. I want to keep my garment white. Keep it clean. Keep it, man, our minds, our hearts, our spirit. Praise God. What a, what, a, what a war that is. What a battle that is. The whole armor of God. Putting it on. Day in and day out. Keeping ourselves. Guarding ourselves. Praise God. Folks. It's a lot easier than you think. With that, especially with that phone now. It's a lot easier than you think. Pushing of a button. What we can be exposed to. And what effect it can have upon us.
Praise God. Birthdays. Got any birthdays? I think a couple, don't we? Seem like a couple of birthdays this week. Seem like a. Um, just right. Brother Tony. Praise God. You had a birthday this week, man. Tuesday. Somebody else seem like. Okay. All right. The oven's not here. All right. Well, let's sing happy birthday, Brother Tony, tonight. Amen. Good hand tonight. Lord bless it. Anniversaries. Any anniversaries? Keisha and John. All right. Good deal. Praise God. Let's sing happy anniversary to them tonight. bless them. Praise God. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Let's pray much. Continue praying for our country. Uh, folks, our nation needs our prayers. I promise you. Let's pray for them. Let's bear that responsibility. Let's pray for our nation. Let's pray for our state. Let's pray for our county. Let's pray for our community. Let's pray for our families. Let's pray for one another. Okay, you know, it really shouldn't be hard for anybody to spend an hour in prayer every day. Boy, that went over like a lead balloon. But I'm telling you, we're in a, we're in a fix. Just those I name will take you 30 minutes or so to really pray for them. Hmm. Praise God. So let's pray. Let's pray. Let's ask God's mercy, grace, his hand to help us. And uh, let's see revival. Okay. God bless you. You're dismissing the fear of the Lord.